0: Marco's Podcast. It's the greatest mattress industry podcast on the planet.
1: Wait, isn't this the only mattress industry podcast? He's Mark Kensley.
2: I truly felt bad for you at the time.
1: He's Mark
0: Quinn.
2: I think Bigfoot was actually very pleasant.
0: Together, they are Dos Marcos.
3: This is how you wear these, right? I'm pretty sure it is. I don't know. Why Jeff would send these because we're not going to be able to do a very good show this way.
2: Well, I do want to give a huge shout out to our buddy Jeff Shire in Shelby Township, Michigan, at mattress to go for sending us these masks. He's actually, they are face masks, right?
3: I, I don't know. They're, they're, they can go over your head. They can go, See, you look there way better that way. Better. <laughs> <laughs> well, you don't like my glasses? No, it's the face that bothers me. The glasses are fine. <laughs> How do you like that?
2: What are you, Rodney Dangerfield over here? Hey, huge shout out know. to I, our know, buddy Jeff Shire, the beducator, the nation's beducator, for sending mm-hmm. us some of the swag. And and here's the cool thing. Him and his wife have been making, mostly Christine, <laughs> they've been making masks because Michigan is shut down for the most part. Mm-hmm. They've been making masks and then announcing they have masks through their social channels and advertising and giving them away for free people just have to drive up to the store and they give them face masks not eye masks Mm. and so he's done that a couple of times and gone through hundreds of these great way to serve the community in a very uncertain time great way to stay connected to people and keep your brand forefront because You know, we've talked about this a lot. The home is under a magnifying glass. People are paying attention to everything that's around them. And I think the mattress is is on that list. You know, people's sleep schedules are adjusting a little bit. You might have heightened awareness about how that mattress feels. And so I love, love what Jeff is doing. Thanks for the swag, buddy. And we hope you're doing well.
3: Love it. Have you ever been on an airplane where you've, like, needed a mask? Have you ever traveled, like, long distance where you, like, actually had a mask and used it during a flight? cuz it's really nice it like it blocks out a lot of stuff and if you have that on top of a noise canceling earphone
2: you know me man i'm a road i'm a road warrior mm. i actually travel with a a dedicated sleep mask that stays in my backpack because if you're sitting there on a plane which we haven't been on a plane in a long time but if you're sitting on a plane and you're in the aisle seat for example or the plane is taking a certain bank and the the, the sunshine is like beaming through the window and like piercing your pupils. I like to have an eye mask, especially if I want to sleep or even if I just want to like have a moment where I I can control not having the sunshine shoot into my my eyelids. Um, So yeah, Yeah. I always travel with a a face mask, an eye mask, sleep mask. And that one, that old one's going to be replaced, and I'm going to travel with this one from now on.
3: I'm liking this. I think I might just start playing pickleball on this. It looks like a cool sweatband, right? Just increase vegetation awareness in Joplin parks.
2: Yeah, they
3: need that because
2: Joplin parks are underrepresented when it comes to beducation awareness. That's exactly I mean, right. That needs to be the new PSA that we put on TV. I think so. Hey, you know, in, in the middle of this, I will give Jeff another shout out. Jeff is the beducator. And his YouTube videos have in the millions of views now oh, and yeah. he does such a great job of Teaching customers or if you're a retail salesperson or a retail manager Teaching you about the way that the industry works about component technology about what actually contributes to a Comfortable durable mattress. So definitely check him out on YouTube. I'm gonna make sure I have it right and uh, educator I want to get his URL just perfect, and it totally didn't show up. While you're
3: doing that, yeah, while you're doing that, oh, hello, Um, I want to make a comment. We've been on the phone a lot with Nationwide, and if you are an independent retailer out there listening to the show and you have any questions about anything, go to Nationwide's website. They're doing some incredible work. Um, They're doing a lot of footwork for you in terms of information and helping everyone understand the PPP and all the government funded systems. So go check it out, nationwidegroup.org and also Kinsley, um, they are procuring uh, safety kits, I think is how they're referring to those, but masks and gloves and full almost hazmat suit kind of stuff for their retailers. So all they have to do is call it Nationwide, and I think they're going to be able to order them through Nationwide, but um, they'll be available. And, you know, it's kind of nice because all these guys don't have to source all that themselves. So pretty cool perk for the Nationwide members. So be on the lookout for that.
2: We also have an email address set up for Dos Marcos listeners and for anybody in the retail community that needs help. So if you have a specific question and you need expert guidance, send an email help at nationwidegroup.org help at nationwidegroup.org you can get expert information we know that the triple p program was exhausted all the money all those billions of dollars gone what now what should you do how should you be thinking about your next steps well don't guess don't try to find expert guidance from your next door neighbor that you're talking to over the fence get help and Nationwide has legal experts and a team dedicated to navigating all the different programs that can impact your business and they're providing expert information. I just wanna make sure, like we had Mike on the show and it was a big eye opener how much misinformation was out there and we wanna make sure and do our part to correct that so that you come out of this healthy or at least on a path where you can regain that health in, in your business.
3: So speaking of regaining health, Um, we've had a lot of discussion um, back and forth about what retailers are doing these days, Kinsley, in terms of, like, what are they doing now to drive business? Um, You know, we talked to Jen Danko at Nationwide about e-commerce and chat functions and um, the ability to transact online. But um, we've also been having some conversations about what brick and mortar looks like today and what brick-and-mortar experience is going to be when people get back. And so I thought maybe we could talk a little bit about that and then um, also swerve into some conversation around marketing and messaging. There's been a really couple good examples shared with us, but um, I'll, I'll start us off in the physical environment. I know you were talking to Sean Bergman today with Bert PeerCare, and you know, they have those pillow sheets, um, a sheet that you rip off of a roll, and that was pre-coronavirus timing. And it's a great way to sanitize a pillow and make people feel comfortable that when they're trying pillows out in a store that, it, you know, they're not putting their head on the same pillow that 50 other people had that day. And um, I think they're coming up with that same thing for the top of the mattress. So now when people come in, they can rip off a sheet, lay it on top of the entire surface of the bed. So that they're protected from the surface. So anyway, that's one way I know that people are um, potentially going to make the shopping environment safer. Um, What are you hearing?
2: That one has come up a few times. And I have to wonder, in a situation like this, might the pendulum swing too far? Might we impose upon ourselves some conditions or some constraints that really weren't needed. I think you know the consumer is gonna vote with their dollars. Um, but I think in an effort to differentiate and to instill some confidence in consumers, you're gonna see retailers do what you talked about. You know our environment isn't one in which you're gonna lay on the same spot that somebody else that potentially was sick was laying moments ago. Um, but at the same time, you know you have people that are chiming in online saying, no, everything's gonna go back to the way it was. People have an amazing ability to forget what happened and just get back to to business as usual. People still wanna touch and feel a mattress. So I think you're gonna see the same thing we're seeing right now, a range of responses. Some people are hunkered down, some people are protesting in front of government buildings saying open back up the economy. It's such a range of responses and I think that's what's gonna happen at retail. It's not gonna come back evenly if it comes back in the state that it was at all and I think many people are looking at this saying how could it come back in it in its current state you know you're gonna you're gonna shed a lot of um, you know players in, in the market that weren't healthy and strong to begin with. So I know we're talking about two different things but the comeback is uneven for retailers and I think the comeback is very uneven for consumers as well a range of responses I think is what you're gonna get.
3: Yeah. And, and I think, um, things will loosen up. I think initially when people start going into stores, there might be that sensitivity to it, but I think in a little bit of time, people will get back to normal, uh, or some, some version of normal. But so, yeah, I think there's that, I think, um, you know, you're going to see a lot of stores with sanitizer. Um, there'll be a lot of stores with probably signs in the window, saying, you know, safe place to shop or finding a way to say that, Um, you know, staying distant from the consumer, making sure really uh, not to invade that six foot circle. I think personal space has taken on a a new definition. I bet personal space prior to this was not six feet. Personal space was probably considered, you know, a three foot, you know, distance possibly, but now it's like expanded. So I think you're going to be very aware of how close you are to the customer. So I think that's part of it too. Um, maybe even Kinsley brand new pens for every transaction, right? So you can literally bust out a pen from a a, a, a package or an individual wrapper so they know that they're not, you know, grabbing onto a, a writing pen that others have used. I mean, silly stuff, I guess, but um I think it could go there, don't you? I mean I think it could be kind of that detailed
2: i think there are lots of people hypersensitive about contact in general you know even when i went to the store i mean we still have to go shop for groceries right now go to the store stand in line on the dot the dot is six feet apart from the person in front of you i get up there and then i'm like okay so this lady's touching all my stuff and the other lady touching all my stuff to help get it organized and then i'm touching the credit card machine and then i'm Grabbing the credit card back, and I'm I'm thinking the whole time about all of this contact and how it's adding up, and then I'm like, okay, in my back pocket, I've got, you know, one of the wipes, you know, the one of the Clorox wipes. I'm like, I'll I'll get that out at the right time, but this this is exhausting. This is exhausting to people, and they start probably loosening up over time. But I think you're right. When we evaluate the experience, the before, during, and after, we're going to be thinking about how do we limit contact. You know, even in the, in the post that you put together on the Dos Marcos Facebook page, you put up a video talking about how will betting retail change when we come out of that? And there are some great comments and Bob Munkle even put up something about contact free deliveries. So how can you design an experience so that you serve that customer need? We're going to deliver it to your house, take away your old mattress, but we're going to do it with these steps in place to limit all contact. So I think that thought process and really designing that, you know, putting pen to paper and saying, what does this look like? What can we control will be something that people might use to differentiate and it might be a new consumer mandatory for people coming into their homes.
3: Yeah, um, no doubt about it. Um, How about the mattress by appointment too? Like, so the, the, delivery is the contactless deliveries. I was telling you about the HVAC guy that was in my house and how there is this real ceremony behind him saying, I can't touch you. I can't shake your hand. Here's my mask. This is what we're doing. So he literally gave me this little riff on, you know, the, how they're taking precautions. So I thought that was interesting. Probably will be integrated. But um, uh, think about the mattress by appointment. So for the people who are concerned in a story, you could say, hey, look, I'll lock it down. Here's from 6 to 7 o'clock every night or, you know, 12 to 1 p.m. every day. That's mattress by appointment time, and I'll make sure no one else is in the store, right? You could maybe block off some time to do that. Um, so I don't know. Maybe that's a thought. Um, also, Tom Whalen, Kinsley, says, I see retailers learning uh, how lean they can run, putting a lot more stock in e-com and maybe not bringing back um, as many of the retail sales associates And then that tagged on to something else that was said by David Ridgway, which was he wonders how many service reps working for manufacturers, like, well, there'll be a lot of guys in the field calling on retailers. So will that, you know, will that be cut back and will that come back to full strength later on? Um, Those are, I mean, that's not about the retail shopping experience, but it's certainly part of our selling process. So who knows, right? Well, I think
2: that's the theme. The theme is, are you, you know, how lean can we get and still run a successful business? And you know, whether it's on the manufacturing side or on the retail side, I think people are going to be really evaluating, you know, how lean and mean can we get um, so that we can get back up and running? And then maybe you kind of course correct from there and add the the proper amount of people you need to have a, a successful business. But you know, on the manufacturing side of things we've seen, uh, the number of reps float in and out of you know what you might consider to be strong numbers for many years, and that really does impact retail because when you introduce a new product line, and you don't have a team out there training the retail sales associate on what can what you can do to make this program successful, then how do you actually get people up to speed on that? I mean, does the the shopping process? change and it's really focused on, okay, the feel is the deal and we only source products we know are going to last. Does it narrow your selection? Are you, are you stacking them deeper than you ever did before for same day delivery? It, it, this whole thing can shift the, the model that you have in place. Um, and how you go about, um, getting your people up to speed so they can sell it properly. Um, it's, it's the whole kind of old argument around line change, you know, line change can be really tough for retailers because those sales associates are so good at navigating the line and then selling those products effectively because they've built up all their knowledge. You bring in a new line and they're like, oh my gosh, I got to relearn this and I got to re, I have to reimagine how I take my customer through that path. So it could change a, a lot of things, but that's. This is, this to me, it's always an opportunity. You know, this is an opportunity to rethink some things that may have been institutionalized that weren't good to begin with. What are those things?
3: Start plucking them out. Yeah. And James Perez, when we had him on the show, he was talking about some of that. Let me, let me, t- you're going to love this story. Let me tell you how weird things have gotten. I'm in the park playing pickleball the other day and i had brought a chair now there's some bleachers at the park so you can like you know when you get done playing on the courts i think we have eight courts out there you can go sit up in the bleachers but of course no one wants to do that and everyone's trying to keep their distance stop touching your face (laughs) i will i I got sanitizer somewhere (laughs) and so anyway so this guy who i know like i'm friendly with the guy i played with before but he comes over and he sits down in my chair. So I brought a folding chair to set it by the court with my stuff. I have hand sanitizer right by my my, my, my paddle, my, my bag, my gym bag. Um, I keep food over there for in between games. I've got my water jug and there's my chair. And my hand sanitizer is in one of the cup holders of the chair. And this guy comes and sits in my chair and I look over and I was immediately triggered. And I look at the guy, I go, Johnny, get out of my chair! Like, have you lost your mind? Why are you sitting in my chair? And so you would never ever think about that. But I mean, he sat on my chair and given everything that's going on, I'm thinking to myself, that's really insensitive for him to like sit in. So and then I felt like an asshole, right? Because I'm telling a guy to get out of my chair, which is so bizarre. Like normally, who would freaking care, right? So. It- So anyway, now I'm like all paranoid when I see this guy. He's like, oh, he's going to. And now, you know, he's like probably telling people that guy is such a jerk. He like kicked me out of his chair. Like, what a moron. But I'm thinking to myself. And then so I'm asking three or four people. I go, am I a jerk? And they're like, hell no, I would have kicked him out of the chair, too. So it's just weird. Stuff's getting weird.
2: Well, people have to understand, though, when you go play pickleball, your quote unquote bag chair is actually about Mm -hmm. an eight foot throne. And so clearly nobody should be sitting in Quinn's seat. Get out of my seat. I am the king of the pickleball court and I don't travel with some rinky-dink bag chair. It's the Quinn throne.
3: Well, it does say Quinn, king of pickleball on the back of the chair. Embroidered. Trademarked. <laughs> it's trademarked. Shut up. <laughs> I don't need your help in making myself look like a moron. Thank you. you. And back
2: on the Dos Marcos podcast, Sarah Bergman with Pure Care. What's up, Sarah?
1: Hi, everybody. It's so nice to be here.
2: It's great to have you here. Obviously, we're living in unprecedented, kind of crazy times. And, you know, people are hyper-focused right now on staying clean and staying germ-free. And the bells and the whistles start going off in my head about Pure Care and what you offer. And that's really gonna connect with consumers.
1: I think so too. You know, we have built a brand that is focused on creating a cleaner and more hygienic sleep environment. And we've got a lot of different touch points in that that are naturally built into our products today. Protectors, we are the only protectors that can be washed and dried on hot settings for total sanitization. Whenever we're developing pillows, we think about how do we design this with a zipper so that you can take anything you need to out of it, wash it, clean it. So all of those stories are built into our products, our antimicrobial silver, product protection story, um, just a lot of great things that we do naturally. Uh, I also though, just wanna touch on some of the things that we're thinking about, you know, as retailers begin to reopen, what is the experience like for their consumer in their stores um, post COVID? What, What happens? How do we help them create a cleaner experience while people are in the store testing products. So we're really applying every good thing that we've done in the hygiene arena to make sure that even the mattress testing experience, the pillow testing experience, is cleaner and better for retailers. Um, so a lot more to come from that on Pure care side, and, and we'll be um, kind of dispersing a lot of information to the industry itself Um, but as always check out our website go to purecare.com learn more about what we've been doing for two decades to bring cleaner more hygienic sleep um, to to customers everywhere.
3: Let's shift gears here Um, it's not just what happens in the physical environment let's talk about the marketing side of this and the messaging side of this Kinsley because I think So my good buddy, Jack Wells, he's such a great guy, um, and he does a terrific job for Great American Home Store in Memphis. We've talked about him before, but he sent a commercial to me, and he's doing a 60-second version of it and a 30-second version of it. And at times like this, you have to be really careful about what you're saying, I think. Some people try to get too cute uh, messaging around like a, a crisis or something crazy that happens, and they didn't they 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 just totally nailed it i think and the basic message was you know we've all you know we all value our family but maybe we value our family more now than ever right so take that time to spend with your kids and your wife and do those things that connect you to them and and really take a moment and pause and and be grateful and it was this great emotional music and then it says However, you know, if you're at home and you're spending more time at home than you ever have, and you start to notice that some things are getting worn down or whatever, just know that we're here. Um, here's our website. You can shop our store online. Uh, we're here to answer any questions that you might need. Um, and just know that we're here. We're in the community and we're behind you 100 percent. And uh, we'll get through this kind of message. And I just thought it was really well done. What did you think?
2: I thought the, the tone was incredibly spot on. I mean, it was appropriate for the times in which we live. It was uh, meaningful for the business. So it wasn't just a kind of a, an emotional, Hey, we're just saying hi message. It was, and we're here to solve problems too, because we know that you are in your home, you're confined by these four walls and you're starting to see stuff that you don't like. And, but, but the tone was spot on. And, and I think that that just speaks to the, the creativity of great American home store and the flexibility, you know, they're, you know, their ability to look at the situation, put out creative that connects with their community. And, you know, that's that's why we talk a lot about content and about, you know, what Michael Grossman from Kensington Furniture said he did with his team, which was shift over to the human talent that was making content for their social and, and digital channels mm-hmm. and pulling budget away from some of the spots that were a little bit iffy. And so clearly they have um, a team in place that can handle those content needs and you can message appropriately. I, I tell you, I've been really paying attention to advertisements on national TV. And so often whenever you get into a crisis situation or some something bad happens that's on a national scale, you see the same ads continue to run and the tone may not match what has happened in society. And you, you, you just see it and you, you think, my gosh, tone deaf. Mm -hmm. I've seen so many advertisers really fast track their creative switch it up and the messaging is spot on and so good you know that's what it's going to take you know that was a trend that was already unfolding the ability to update creative in, in almost real time and distribute that in almost real time and so to see some independent retailers doing that is very encouraging as well and I thought the tone what uh, was really good. And, and I tell you the other trend here that's an obvious one that we're hearing from so many people and they even posted this on your video is, is e-commerce. Yes, of course, like it's so obvious. But I tell you, when I think about e-commerce for retailers, for brick and mortar retailers, mm-hmm. here's what I think people should be really considering. It's not just selling a product that you ship right. to someone's home. It's There There are two other major facets to this I think you need to be thinking through. Whenever somebody is ready to buy a mattress, most of the time they want to solve that problem today. So here's what might happen. They might come to your store and go to two others. What if they love the mattress they found at your store, but they're exhausted, they want to go home and order it from their house. So they they like the one that you had, they like the price, they had a quote from your salesperson. They want to go back to their house, order it and have it show up. You mm-hmm. should be able to transact with them in that fashion seamlessly because the product that they saw in the store is on the website. I can buy it. Great. Scheduled delivery. It's going to be here in two days. So it's like I saw it in the store and then I bought it online or I can buy it online and then pick it up in the store the same day. BOPUS, mm-hmm. We've talked about this before or the traditional I want to shop at home and I want to support a local retailer because I can see what happens in my community Whenever stores are shut down. I'm looking around right now thinking I wish I had restaurants and bars You don't want vacant real estate in your community So people may now if you build value in it connect with the idea of gosh I just want to support this local store because I see how important that is thinking through those different paths that people can arrive arrive at your store incredibly important and you can outline that now think it
3: through now so shop local love it you and i've always been a big fan of that um i think that's a big one i also think kinsley um we get frustrated sometimes because there's so much product price and promotion pimping that goes on as a hook to get people in um i really really, really triple p h- no triple quadruple p, p. Pro- no Pim- quadruple product, product price, price promotion, promotion pimping and pimping pe- you got to pimp it. You got to, if you're going to do it right. Um, so I think the, the big opportunity is, so what is the impact of sleep? So taking it to the emotional, we're always talking about this, right? So what is the impact of sleep on your health? What is the impact of sleep on your happiness and well-being? Um, health is what everybody is talking about. And so why not connect the mattress to that issue with the benefit of sleep? And so there are all kinds of studies that say if you're well rested, then your immune system functions better. Right. And so isn't that um, isn't that a huge opportunity for people to say, look, you're not just going to buy a bed. You're going to buy a piece of equipment for your home that can literally help protect your well-being, your family's well-being. If you're sleeping better, you're going to Uh, Be sick less often. Here's a study. Here's a link. Great stuff for social media. You know, don't overstate it. Be careful about making claims. But my heavens, if not now, Kinsley, when, if not now for that message and the ability to drive home an emotional thing associated with the products that we sell, then when, if not now, when, right? Roger Magowitz is in my head, right? If not us, who, right? If not now, when,
2: I think it's spot-on too because you know and like take it a step further like you and I talk about Frequently you can connect sleep to a health benefit. Hey, you want to boost your immune system? Here's an article that says sleep is the way to do that and by the way if you're tossing and turning You're not getting deep restorative sleep that leads to an immune system boost again Mm -hmm. don't make any claims figure out that language but Connect it to the product. Don't make it loosey-goosey connect it to the mattress and say look if you are tossing and turning If you had a bad mattress that's keeping your pain alive Then you are not getting deep restorative REM sleep and that's keeping you from being as healthy as possible To fend off illness that message right now Incredibly relevant and it can connect all the way down to the mattress directly
3: It can and it should It absolutely should. And it's fun stuff to talk about in the social media space, really. Um, And and so, um, you know, it's an attitude thing. People are struggling mental health, uh, a lot of people. Um, There's depression uh, and all of that. And lack of sleep, um, as we know, is a big problem uh, when it comes to um, people's mental state and joy. And so people that aren't sleeping well um, you can talk about that and you can talk about the fact that it's really important now more than ever for mental health uh, to make sure you're well rested and feeling good. Because if you do that, then you're going to give yourself a better chance to like navigate the the darker days or the frustration you might be feeling on things. So I think there's a mental health, not just the physical health.
2: And, you know, hop over to our Facebook page and tell us what are some of the trends you're seeing That we can connect to sleep. Because I think if we all keep talking, if we all keep gathering around this campfire and trading stories and giving each other ideas, then we can make our industry come back the best it can possibly be. It's going to be different. We understand that. We understand this contact-free environment we've talked about. We understand the relevance of sleep and connection to the mattress and health and the immune system. We understand e-commerce. We understand the reset in the workforce and fewer reps. It's, but it's going to come back and how it come comes back can be more creative than ever ever We have to keep talking we have to keep gathering up. So tell us you know tell us what your thoughts are what you're saying. You can go over to our Facebook page it's mattress podcast so if you go to facebook.com mattress podcast you can weigh in and, and give us a shout out and we like collecting up these ideas too because we do want to shine a light on them and, and disseminate those and help help each other out.
3: No doubt, um, my final thought on this subject, I did a post on our Spink and Co Facebook page, and it was and the comment was um, around the video short video was around, is a luxury bed for rich people? And um, obviously we have luxury bedding. Um, and the answer is no. A luxury bed isn't for rich people. A luxury bed is for people who value sleep. So truck drivers who are long haul and have back pain or anyone who's physical or anyone who just values a kick butt night of sleep, that's who a really high quality bet is for. It's not about income, right? And so you will spend money on what you value most. And so the only reason I bring that up is when things start to come back, don't assume that um, it's all going to be velocity price point stuff. I think there's going to be plenty of that. But um, don't give up the high end stuff because people are going to look at sleep differently than they did, probably because of what everyone's been through. And so make your case, you know, step up. They've got a list of things they're going to be buying with their disposable income. Where are you on their list? And if you build value in the mattress the way you should, then you can get higher on that list and get a bigger piece Of that disposable income, but you have to build value in it and, uh, and, and make sure they understand that, Hey, better quality budding. There's a, um, a real strong reason to do that. And so don't just think in your mind, well, we gotta, you know, it's all going to be low end stuff. People are, you know, saving their money and that may be true in a lot of cases, but just don't give it away is my point.
2: Yeah. Don't give it away. Don't give it away at all. Absent of value. People make decisions on price and you have to build value in everything that you do. You know, I, I had a, such a great experience recently because a friend of mine, um, her and her husband are doctors and they had been sleeping on a piece of junk, Amazon green tea, foam, 12 inch paper towel wrapped, nothing burger. And I got him a new mattress. It's from our Englander collection and the new dreamer collection we launched back in in January. And it's what I sleep on. And they'd seen it and, you know, tried it out. And they're like, we want that. And like the next day, they're like, every bone in our body thanks you. We were miserable and didn't even know it. People are miserable and don't even know it. You have to usher that to the surface for them.
3: But you were one of those
2: people. Yeah, because I was a Frankenstein guy. Like I would Frankenstein stuff and try stuff out. And I thought I could be this experimenter. And uh, guess what? You can, but not forever. So you got to get something that works for your body. You got to get fitted for a mattress. And that's another message. Fitted. Come in, get fitted.
3: So buy local, get fitted for your bed. Sleep is a physical health benefit. Sleep is a mental health benefit. And luxury sleep for people that really value a good night of rest. So there's some good stuff in there. Well, another
2: good thing that's in there, in our industry anyway, is uh, Mike Magnuson's song, Shelter in Place, which we're still rolling with. You, should we hit it?
3: I Lay it down, baby.
0: Well, not long ago, we were living our lives about as normal as can be. But then things got real and now we're all home, perhaps indefinitely You see, to stop the spread, we need to isolate ourselves from one another But the good news is that means a lot more time with your sister and your brother Now the kids are home from school, which they think is kinda cool Except we're blowing up the internet We're doing video meetings and virtual classes like, can you guys even This is the new Normal we are sheltered in place, so we can save the population of the whole human race. this is serious stuff. garage cause this is number 82 on the honeydew list next come the closets the cupboards the windows the painting you get the gist now people used to laugh that i hadn't watched all the shows everybody knows but now we got the time so who's laughing now that i've been saving the sopranos and if we get lonely and need to see our friends and our family we just call them up on the video and talk about who has more tp let's do the shelter Shelter, shelter in place Everybody do the shelter, shelter in place, yeah Rock with me while you shelter And Try not to touch your face Get your booty down and shelter, shelter in place, yeah If you don't think you need the shelter Do it anyway just in case, yeah Everybody do the shelter, everybody feel the base
2: you are a uh uh